I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Who is that? Who is that? Happy Thanksgiving. You're like that little hand puppet. Remember that guy? Thank you very much. <laughs> that little puppet guy? The Kaufman guy? No, like there was a guy. Well, that's thank you, but thank you very much is Balky. Oh, or not Balky, but <laughs> fucking Balky. Oh, my God. What did Balky say? He had a funny uh, he thing did he have say. A, yeah, but, what was Balky's thing? But God forbid, Andy Kaufman rolling over his grave right now because I said Balky. I meant Latka. The great Bronson of course. Pinchot was yes, Balky. Yes. Of course on. What was his catchphrase? I know, but he had one, though. I can't remember what it is right now. Of course, I can't remember. That's not <laughs> unusual. We turn the mics on. Bill can't remember something. What a surprise. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm confusing his character in the, the, the Axel Foley movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, with the char- with the Balky. 48 Hours? That the- no. No. That was another that was Eddie Murphy <laughs> movie. Eddie yeah, Murphy. yeah. No, that was... Apple What I was... <laughs> What I was talking that's about when you, Nolte, little, when you were doing that little... Oh, that's your nickname. Do it again. You wait, get, you didn't know. You I mean? was talking over it. So you I didn't get certainly to were. It. Please do it again. You were not getting... No, I'll, well, we'll get no, back to it organically. No, I didn't know Nick Nolte no, was coming. Was in, in here. That's awesome. That's my Nick Nolte. No, you know who I thought you were doing earlier was Senior Wenza. <laughs> Remember Senior <laughs> Wenza? I do. Was that it, was, it was very Wenza. like a, a yes. mouth drawn yes. on a hand. And we saw a sappy. Yes, yes. That probably is exactly what I was doing. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, here we are. Episode, <laughs> episode seven. seven. <laughs> Twenty minutes later, introducing. Yes. No, it's great. It's the way it should be. Um, so we're gonna watch this. We're gonna watch this minute right now. I think right now. Are we right now? Are you and ready you, to? You're Matt. I'm Bill. Glenn Gary. Glenn Ross. Ah, minute. Do I didn't it. Know that. Okay. Glenn, do the all thing. right. We're gonna watch. Let's Wait. Watch. What's what's the name of the show? Housekeeping. Glenn Glary. Glenn Glenn. Glenn. Yeah. Then that happens a lot, <laughs> right? Glenn Glary. Glenn Ross. Glenn Glary. Glenn Gloss. <laughs> Glenn it. I'm looking for a high Glengarry Glen Gloss. <laughs> Not the Glengarry Glen Matt. <laughs> no, that would We're be me. Glengarry, I guess I'm the Glengarry Glen Matt. We're the Glengarry Glen Eggshell. Which I think is <laughs> exactly. My you head. saw where I was going with that. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay. Episode seven. We're about to Minute be seven. Baldwin till <laughs> we're raw. I'm here on a mission of mercy. Nice. Do you think that's actually how he sees it? Yes. You do? Yes. Yeah. He works for Mitch. He's here for Mitch and Mary. He, he doesn't care about even these guys. Define mercy. <laughs> he, would, he doesn't know the meaning of the word. That's no, great. Such a great speech. Oh, oh my god! So many it's, things to say. Yeah, just in that little bit of it, there's Mind so is much flooding detail. Yeah, really good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of stuff. I and something I noticed in this Go. minute I'd never seen before. Go. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. New discovery. The, the, I need a little. We need like a theme for new discoveries. We, do, 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 you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like yeah, some light yeah. bulb going yeah, yeah. on. Or yeah, something. yeah. Uh, but there's something I never saw before Which that is? I just saw. When when uh, I, I'm trying to remember what line it was, he says it on. I think it's when Baldwin says, um, "You think I'm fucking with you? I am not fucking with I'm you. Fucking with you." In the background, see that window behind him? I do. Subtle. A train goes by uh, during that moment, which I'd uh, never seen before. And you know, and it's timed at the time when they're when the world is running Shelley over uh-huh, again. Uh huh. Here it comes. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Oh, there's right the train. There. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Goes right through. It does. When he tells him right he's not thr- it's, here's, it's a pause so big you could drive a train through it, <laughs> and they do. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good because I I was just, I was t- this says more about me than my ability to 
critically analyze this film, but I was just looking at how handsome and thin Alec Baldwin was. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah. Anyway, but he's looking what, good. Look at the so, pocket square he's got. It's like three. There's just like three folds in it. Like it's a and that it's is a mountain not, range. And that's not even a train, by the way. I, I, an actual I, train. I no. ask you to bear with me, but you're going to you, get all stagecrafty. I'm going That is a. That is a. It's a light rig on a trolley. Yeah, it's for just sure. Or just one guy with a light running by. <laughs> no, it's on a trolley. But, Trust me, Bill. It's on a trolley. But yeah, but it, but you're right. It's not an actual train. It's not. No, we hear the train. We sound, hear the train we see sound. The light we go see by. the light, and it's amazing. Yeah, and I'd never noticed it before. But thank you for pointing that out. I, I couldn't help but point uh, out because, because when I saw it, I was like, oh my god, that makes perfect sense. Because if the train is that thing that keeps running, it's it's life. Yes, yes. running Shelley yes. over. I was convinced that that is the through line of the play, and in these high moments of of anxiety and importance, we see the train in the film. I didn't even notice that one. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's, it's so very good. subtle. It's so subtle. I mean, I've watched this movie hundreds. How many times? How many yeah. times? 50, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I never saw it before. So That's amazing. Bravo to James Foley. And, and, and to you, and sir. And to Mamet, if it's in the screenplay. I don't and know if they are. It's not. But I, I'm telling you, he wrote a monologue. I shipped think it out. This is going to be one of those things bitter, you're going to change your bitter perception Bitter and of. angry, gnawing on a cigar. <laughs> I really think this is going to be one of those things you're going to change your perception of you over the course of doing this. Mamet. By the time we get to the end, you're going to be like, oh my God, I can't I knew that's how what well you were crafted. referencing, by the way. I knew, Did in, you? yes, in your little housekeeping, which is why I'm so staunchly opposing the idea that Mamet like, really poured himself into this. I think you're going to, I think you're going to find. I think you'll find he's incapable of doing that. No. I, I think I he's think... like, this is what I do. Take it and enjoy it, fuckers. Well, here's why I why I think your Go mind on. may be changed. When I, last night I looked up that thing we talked about in the last episode about where the the settings of the of the scenes in the play. Yes. So I looked at the script, and there was a heavy amount of rewriting of that first scene. Oh, for sure. Shelley and no, Williamson I know. I know that to adapt for the movie. Yes. Uh, and that just kind of made me. And the the kind of rewriting that was done kind of made me feel as if. I, and even before that, you know, I felt that before. Like I mm-hmm. said, that I think he he really took great pains to uh-huh. to. How take many times the play have you seen Mr. Mamet uh, live? How many conversations have you had with him? Zero. No. Oh. How many right. of you? I've seen him four times speak, uh-huh. and I've spoken to him once, really? but in a meet and greet situation, not in any like uh, I didn't get to ask him anything important. Did you give him a hug and or say, say thank "Would you? you be on the on the podcast oh, or anything?" What a, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> No, uh, in Chicago, he used to come and speak at the Goodman, and and th- these were tough tickets to get. Um, but you know, I knew people who worked there, so I'd be backstage or you know in the catwalk or whatever. And um, I, the sense I got over the course of these, of this, the four times I've heard him speak and do Q and A's, long hour long Q and A's, something leads me to believe that like at this point he was like, it's fucking Hollywood. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna Hollywood this play up. <laughs> And get it to them, and make a mint doing it. And, and I, I really don't feel like he, like he was plying his craft, not nearly the way he did writing the the play. I think that's what that's the mammoth that you're referring to, that early mammoth, that hungry young lean mammoth. <laughs> this mammoth has been fattened and softened <laughs> by Hollywood, and wrote them a beautiful monologue. But it, it's essentially him saying like. You guys all suck. <laughs> this is going to be beautiful. I'm going to give it to my friend Alec Baldwin to do, and it's going to make the movie. And the one thing you'll remember from my rewrite is this monologue. Wow. Yeah. I, see, I, I, I couldn't disagree more. I okay. Think, I think Great. I think the screenplay is so well crafted that it I can't is. imagine it is. that he didn't spend a lot of time and effort 
making it so, making it so specific and so good. So you, you're you saying that the differences you've cited in your lengthy research. <laughs> no, that was a sh- that's not the only reason. I, I chalk no, no, it wait. up to... The differences are all better. You you think he just made improvement after improvement. For the movie. For the yes. movie, yeah, yeah, that's and what I'm which saying. Which is what adapting yeah, is. of you know? course. I mean, there are things about that first but scene... You, but it doesn't always work. And I'm saying you're saying it worked in every case. All the rewrites made the, the movie better than it would have been. Had they shot the play? Yes. I think, yeah. And, and there's a quote from Mamet that I love that I saw him say in an interview one time that also makes me think he took great pains to write a really good screenplay. He said, you know, writing a play is like building a car and writing a movie is like building an airplane. And the analogy there is like a car, you know, if you build a car and it's the, the wheels are too big and the engine's too small and there's not enough room for the passengers and stuff, it'll still drive. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll still kind of go mm-hmm. and you can, it'll work okay. okay. But if you build a plane right. and every detail is not exactly right and it's streamlined and it's light and it's fast, it's going to crash before it ever gets off the ground. Mm. And that's, to me, the difference and and I, when he said that, it really made me think, you know, that's true. I, and I, and he, he, he admitted that he, it took him a long time to learn how to write a screenplay versus a play because it's such I a different it's such a different um, format. I, OK, I mean, I, yeah, maybe maybe it is. I feel, you know, I feel like like there's so many guys write writing in Hollywood started as playwrights. I, I did, if it happens as often as it does and it happens a lot. It's probably not that different. It's probably not a huge leap from one to the other. And well, I think that's Dave going like, eh, ee, patting himself on the back a little bit. Look how great I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at how much care I took with this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Could be me. Now, I, I will say uh, the difference between this film, which I think is great, and the film version of American Buffalo, mm. which I think is pretty tragic. Um and I think that's the difference. I would I mean, agree. I think American I Buffalo, agree. It's there's not, it's not, not great. Did not change the play much, if at all, for the screenplay. You know, right. Um, whereas this play, he sort of exploded but, the play out and made it. Uh, you, you know, he took all the, the this scene he added mm-hmm, at the beginning, mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm. bit of the Chinese restaurant we're talking about. All right, you, the setup, I think I mean, if you put if you put the American Buffalo script in James Foley's hands, it, it's infinitely better. So you give all the credit. For this movie being as good as it, well, a lot of it. <laughs> I James give a Foley. lot of it to Foley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, I give more. I probably do a fifty-fifty. Give Mamet and Foley equal credit. Oh yeah. yeah. Way to go out on that fifty-fifty limb, Bill. I like to give. Way to really <laughs> take a stand, one way or the other. <laughs> My man. But I'm not. I, 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 but I would give. But I'm giving more of the credit to Mamet than you are. Let's put it that way. For the for. For the for the for the the success of this movie and what I love about it, yeah, yeah I, I would go. I think James Foley is a huge part of it. I really do. I really do because I'm. I, I mean, I've seen every Mammoth film there is to see. Yeah, ones he's directed himself. Yeah, which are not as good. Typically not as good, right. but typically more to the style that he wants. Yes. Which is a real emphasis on the writer. Yes. <laughs> and not a lot of yeah, emphasis on There's not a lot of the performance from or the, the actors and all that kind of stuff. Of right? acting, yeah. Uh, and, and that's fine. I because I enjoy the hell out of the Spanish prisoner. I like, don't, oh my gosh. Yeah. If if that Campbell Scott guy makes a face at all, I get angry. I'm like, at keep it in your pants, mister. <laughs> there's no emoting in this movie. <laughs> I, I, so I get it. I can enjoy that. Right. But I but 
James Foley has really like he's sort of cracked the lid and let Levine and and or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Lemon and and Pacino really rip into it. And I think I think you make a great point, which is that the difference between movies that are scripted by Mamet and directed by a a talented director like uh, Brian De Palma with Uh The Untouchables Untouchables. and like The Verdict. De Palma, really. You know, um, both of those movies work better than the movies that Mamet writes and directs himself. Agreed. And, and and some of them, like you said, are really good. The ones he writes and directs, some of them are really good. But there's some, a couple stinkers in there as well. Yeah, and they're not they're not typically successes because people are like, "What am I watching?" Yeah, yeah, it's, it comes off <laughs> this so. This is not different. like any movie. Yeah, it comes off so different. It really You're just does. really yeah. taken aback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I love it. I love it. And I think to your point, that is one of the reasons I did not like the play we talked about in a couple episodes ago, The Anarchist, with uh-huh. Patty Lapone and Deborah right. Wiener, was it was directed by Mamet as yes. well as written by him. And uh-huh. it's such flat performances by the actors. Oh, you didn't say that. that. Well, I know, I didn't think of it until I now said, because you brought it up. How could Deborah Winger ever be boring? Yeah. And all you had to say was, it, it was. she was doing what Mamet told her to do. That's what I'm saying. That's how does she that could make be sense boring. To you now? It does now, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then we settled that little hash. Yeah. Housekeeping. You could have just said. Well, I didn't think of it until you started right. on with the Mammoth directing style. All right. Yes. So that's what brought no, me to really that. just say the words. Make sure you hear the words that I wrote. Project the words that I wrote out into the world, and your job is done here. Okay. Good. Isn't that kind of what the sense you get of what it's like on set? Yeah. Stand right here. Right. Stand up straight. <laughs> Say, Tuck in your shirt, Mister, yeah. and especially and in the say, earlier movies he directed, House of Games. Lindsay Krauss might as well be a cardboard cutout. I mean, she like the, the, yeah. Is, I, I mean, she's trying to do a lot of subtextual. That's half things. Krauss and half. <laughs> but she yeah, was yeah, not exactly. very good. She's but. trying to do a lot of subtextual stuff. Yes, yeah, she is. But it's it's hard. It's kind of hard to watch. And fascinatingly, times. so I think Rebecca Pigeon does it the best. She does absolutely right. right. Yeah, she's excellent at she's it. She's the best at being the actor that he wants his yeah. actors to and be. That's why and still making it her. watchable and interesting. Yeah, because she, uh, especially in The Spanish Prisoner, right? And in State and Maine. State and Maine, for she's sure. Fantastic. Yeah, she's fantastic. So she's good. so good. She's and a delight. She really is. Yeah. She's incredibly likable. And yet, like you're saying, she's, there's there's some reserved thing going on where she's not giving it like a, a thousand percent. Right. You know, but she really yeah. is. She's underneath. pulled it in. Yeah, she's pulled it in. Yeah, she's yeah. very really small and focused. Really wound it up tight. Yeah. But still, she, but there's she is so peaks good. of humanity in there, which you don't get from even a Steve Martin or a Campbell right. Scott. You don't, right. there's, or it's Ricky just Jay, like, yeah, you know? Ricky, Ricky I mean, Ricky Jay's great well, because I like Ricky he's Jay. just so Ricky Jay. He is you know? so Ricky, he, he can never not be Ricky Jay. Exactly, and that's why Mamet loves him. Yeah. You just put him in and yeah. you write the part be for Ricky him, Jay here. knowing he's Ricky Jay. Yeah, and you yeah. put him in, he's of Ricky course. Jay. That's the way you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Lazy. Yeah. Lazy, lazy, like he was here. He wrote a monologue, said, fuck off, Hollywood. All right, we're going to have to try, try to find the shooting script for this and see what the what. I would love that. Okay, well, Do you we'll, think we could get Pigeon? Rebecca Pigeon? Yeah, that's what I'm or asking just like you. just a Pigeon off the street, because that I can do right I'd now. I'd take either one. I take. I mean, I think at this point... I'd rather Rebecca. I think yeah. she would smell better. I mean, I guess if you had a... Kind. If you, well, Pigeons are pretty great. Do you know that? Yeah. Did you, you did not know that? No, I, w- I originally know called. Rap. They do get a bad rap. They, they're originally called cliff doves, Aww. and they only exist in the city well because they can scale vertical, like tall verticals, oh. easily. They have like the ability to go straight up and stop. A lot of birds don't. They need sort of a so cities don't work for them. So and pigeons happen to be scavengers, so they're dirty in cities because cities are dirty. But they you know they thrive here because of the how well they can fly. Huh. 
pigeons. I did not know that. Thank you They're for the cliff doves, yeah. Cliff doves. So Rebecca Cliff Dove. Can we get Rebecca Cliff Dove? I hope so. I would love that. I love her. I mean, you have no idea. I really. If I were going to have too. a have cabaret character, I, I'm a big fan oh, of her, man, her vocals. Yeah, she's yeah. great. I follow her on Instagram. Nice. Big fan. Yeah, me too. Um, anyway, should we, go, should we get back to this? No. No. Sorry. I want to I want to delve go, into go, Rebecca Clifton for a second. Okay, go ahead. So I think I want to do a drag show, uh-huh. and I think I want to be Rebecca Clifton. <laughs> you may have to shave. I've seen some great drag with some bearded fellas. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think we're in that world now, Bill. We're past the whole like, yeah, you know, old white guy. Sorry. The gender is, uh, is a it's a spectrum. It's a circle. It's yeah, a it's a yeah. You yeah. can be uh, anywhere on it. Yeah, even uh, overlapping each other. Right. We're, yeah. We. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This your your little gender normative binary is There's a word for uncomfortable that. <laughs> for me, sir. <laughs> What's the word for that? There's a new word for that. For gender gender when you're binary cis, gender cis normative. Yes. Oh yeah, yes, cisgendered. Yes, yes, cisgendered. Yes, yes, That's yes. me. I'm cisgendered. Yes. <laughs> Sissy gender. <laughs> oh, well, you said last time I'm, or a couple times ago, I'm one of the gayest straight, straight people you've yeah. ever known. Well, so there you go. I'm on a, I'm all over the place on that spectrum. You are on that spectrum, baby. I'm all over. All I ride a motorcycle that puts me towards the masculine end. You know, you think I'm a little. My, I've worn well, like very you, effeminate was, glasses, which will meet the other end. Scooters, scooters, and I love my scooters <laughs> too. So that puts me at the other end. So I'm everywhere. I'm all over that thing. I'm like, I am a rainbow. To me, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then drop it. I don't know why you why you I, have to why you have to persecute me here on my podcast. Well, no. <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Whose idea was this in the first place? <laughs> this was my idea. Housekeeping. Well, not anymore. I this. Oh no! You've taken it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Just like a cisgendered white guy, take someone else's That's idea. Right. I'm so entitled. Uh-huh. Yeah, crapping on my drag show so you could steal my podcast idea. Fantastic. Well, now that we said Rebecca Clifton, Rebecca Clifton coming please, to a cabaret near you between us, we need help. No, I. How great would that be? Oh my god, I would be going crazy. Yeah. I would be. Sweating. I don't think I could conduct. No, the I couldn't. I, couldn't. <laughs> I would be sweating, and my palms would no, be. No, I'd be happy, and I'd be like all clammy, and I'd be like yeah, just no, looking it, at her. It'd be so much fun. You know, I mean, I wouldn't know what to say. I'd be asking the stupidest questions. Hi. Yeah, exactly. It would be horrible. No, horrible. you'd be fine. You'd be fine. Oh, I'd be She's so nervous. a human. She's a yeah, a talented I, human. I'm sure she'd make me feel at home. She would. Yeah, she would, and I would. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Okay. All right, back to the minute. Anyway, yeah. So great. So at the beginning of this, top of the minute, yeah. So if we go back to where start, to where in the beginning of the minute, so he la- starts to launch into his preparations to give them the business that he does, and uh, he's sort of looking around the room, getting himself ready. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. There's something he does right at the beginning of this. Before he does, are they all here um, going anyway? Yeah, you know, I found that interesting because he he starts his spiel. He starts he giving him the right. business, and then he his sort of sauntering, his posturing takes him over to Williamson, where he slyly says, are they all here? All but one. And Williamson says, all but one, and he says, I'm going anyway. Yeah. So, he, which yeah is, no shit, asshole. You've well, already started. Well, that to me is, is a classic mammoth thing, where he, he will take a word or a phrase and put mammoth. it in a different spot than you expect it, it to is be very, in right. the structure of a sentence. You're right. Um, and so that to me, it, it, knowing Mammoth stuff, it fits perfectly. And I love it because I think that's brilliant the way he does that. No, it's great. 
Um, it's great. No, so, things yeah. don't happen chronologically necessary. The guys could start and then be like, whoa, whoa, yeah, wait. Yeah, it's is everybody... very realistic. Absolutely. Yeah, I've my... It's a beautiful touch. I have a guy I work with who talks in that very way. Well, he'll start to tell a story and then he'll sort of backtrack and throw in some weird details and then go back, jump <laughs> yeah, forward yeah, yeah, in time yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. It's like all over the and place. And they're the worst. Those people are the worst. Let's be honest. Well, I love the guy, but... No, I, you can love him, but you don't want to listen to his stories. <laughs> right? Am I right? <laughs> they're entertaining. He oh, does they tell are entertaining stories. Yeah, he does. See, I get but they so just jump infuriated by the, Do you, lack by the jumping around forethought and the. Well, yeah, it's surprising coming from you because you you're like turn on the mics. I don't need no forethought. Yeah, yeah, Let's of, just course. Start cracking of course, of course. But I also would if I thought of something after my story had naturally ended. You wouldn't. Go I back. wouldn't go like oh, and another thing. Oh, I would. Like you know what? Fuck you, man. I already <laughs> sat through the shit, beginning, middle, end. You're done. Your time is over. Next, <laughs> next story. That's how I feel about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here we are at the beginning of this thing. And yes. He's sort of like uh, he's patrolling the front of the room. He here. is he's prowling, prowling around like up a there caged and, animal, yeah, get, ready to pounce, <laughs> ready to pounce. Yes. But he does something here. Oh, can I have your attention for a moment? Can I have your attention for a moment, right? And then then the shot changes. Puts out a cigarette. Right, he's smoking. The shot changes so you can get the full haircut experience. (laughs) Yes. You can see that. Yeah, this is a very dramatic shot. Beautiful, rolling hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. This is a dramatic shot. So we go from like over Shelly's shoulder Feeling like we're in the room. Feeling like now we get this sort of from above. Yes. Close up shoot. And it's a moving shot. Tribute to Foley. It's like a crane shot. He's about to, right. He's about to put a dark cloud over the entire office. So we see, yeah, it is like it's above you. It's above him. Yeah, the camera is now above him where we're looking down Looking down at him. And the camera does this really dramatic, swirly kind of move, um, which I guess is setting up the idea that, like you said, something ominous is about to occur. Yes. Yes, he's an ominous. Oh, yeah, look at it. Now he's putting the cigarette out. Yeah. Talking about you're talking about what? Bitching about <laughs> bitching about some sale. <laughs> you I mean, if I could just get you doing that moment. Cause what are you talking about? You're talking about what? That, that about, moment? You're talking about what are you talking bitching about? Bitching about some sale you lost. <laughs> and then, what does he say? Some girl you're trying to something screw? Like that. Something yeah, like yeah. That. So forth. So let's broad about, you're trying to screw. So forth. So let's forth. talk about something important. <laughs> oh, and now that you talked about Williamson being the character that creeps you out in this movie, for me, it's him. No, really? Yeah. I this mean, guy, he, no. I, he this gets is, my backup. Really? Yeah. See, this I is, go I the other way. I can't stand this kind of like um, silverback ape loudest guy in the room. Stuff oh, no, like no. I, I'm the other silverback ape. That's that what, gets that's, my backup and a, I'm all like... It's an know, alpha versus alpha situation. I'm, I welcome those guys. Yes, I'm Arano. I'm beta. I'm you dropping down. Really I'm dropping are. all yeah. the way down. Yeah, yeah, no. And now I'm, I'm just And really speaking upset. of, look at Moss's posture. Legs spread back in the chair. Yeah, he's spreading. Dave, he's doing Dave, a man Dave, spreading there in the chair. like, are you coming at me? Yes. Because I'm leading the way with my cock in this fight. He's trying to match the alpha. Right. Right? Yes. yes just a bunch of right. apes in this room. Yeah. Just a bunch of apes. And that's what the hard thing is when you get too many of those apes in the room. Like when I play basketball yeah, on yeah. Thursday nights, uh-huh. if there's a bunch of those guys With Rodney, guys there, Rodney McCracken? Yeah. If there's a bunch of those guys Oh, we don't want to say his name. We don't want to say his no, name. Okay. It gets very <laughs> tense sometimes. Like if a guy thinks he got fouled, you know, and... and they they just go to that place all of a sudden they like they yeah, go from zero to Pacino me. yeah they go to, from zero, zero to, Pacino, to Pacino well said just like that yeah. and it's it's uh, it, it, I I can't understand it because it's like we're just 
playing basketball we're playing in the a game, gym. Fellas, there's we're playing no a game. trophy <laughs> no. at the end of this. Nope. There is no prize. Yes, yeah, your contract doesn't get better next yeah, year if gonna, you perform yeah, no, well. You're not going to get signed by yeah. an NBA team but because I, you're playing here in the gym in the high school. Did you? But I've been told I have problems in in that competitive way where I'll get just caught up in the competition. Oh, I do too. Yeah, sure you do. So who are you taking down here? Well, I, well, all I'm saying is when they're I'm talking about the silverback ape kind of mentality. Right. No, I so get when it. there's too many alpha guys, versus alpha too versus many alpha. alphas in the room. Yeah, yeah. It, it gets it gets scary. It gets very it gets, uncomfortable. You know, very uncomfortable. Sure, That's sure. my point. Yes, agreed. But luckily we've got Shelly and uh, Arano here to kind of balance Shelley it out. Shelly is him in the shot of him yeah. and Shelley at has the a, coffee. He has bailed he's... already. Like this guy hasn't even started his speech. He's like three phrases into his speech yeah. and Shelly is bailing already, and going no, to the coffee His machine. getting up was a, was a sign of disrespect. Like Absolutely. we were saying, you can't foul me uh, on right. the way, you know, I'm going to, no, uh-uh. No, no. So he gets up. No, you can foul me, but you can't say I wasn't fouled when I say foul. <laughs> no, but, but this is a personal affront. Yeah, this is, to he's turned his back on him. He's walking. Away. Bateman, uh, B- Boyd. What the hell did I forget is that Blake? already? Blake. Blake. Thank you. Oh, God. So this is a personal affront to Blake. Yeah, and he takes, and he's not going to let. And that he, stand. when he notices it, you can see he's like, "I'm going to rip into that yeah, loser. That's <laughs> I'm going to tear that old man apart." Especially since he's probably the guy the he's guy. come to fire. Yes, because right. Shelley is not on the board yet. Right. He's, got, he's sold nothing. He's at this least month. in the position of the guy he's there to fire. Nothing. He hasn't <laughs> sold a single nothing. thing. He's the oldest guy there. He may be getting the highest commission because he's, he's been, been with his longest. daughter in the hospital for most of the month. Hasn't yep. been on sits. Yep. Is enabled. But from Mitch and Murray's perspective, he might be making the highest commission because he's been there the longest. Yeah. So you know, he and he's built the, old, the company for yeah, Mitch and Mary, he right? Did he, not, he bought them this. <laughs> you know, this is like, you know, this is just like corporate America today. When people no, get yeah. older yes. and they make they more money than out. the young people, they get phased they get out. Phased they bring out. a younger person, they can pay less. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. So, so I mean, Shelley's fault for thinking Mitch and Murray were going to stand by him today's day and age. That hurts. That's not how it goes. No. Well, Rich he didn't Richard, know. That's he the law of land. Moss is trying to tell him. That's right. You're right. Moss was trying to trying tell him. Trying to tell him. He's always trying. Anyway, look at Moss. Spread. Man spread. Is that what you call man it? Man spreading. <laughs> is that yeah. what it you don't is? know man spreading? No, I know it. I mean, I, I didn't know that it was called that. I know that. it. I'm doing it I right now. <laughs> Come on. That's a... That's a, it's no, a, you're reasonable. That's within the hip Yeah, you're, 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 you're good. Within tolerances. I was only joking about no, you. No, no. I, right but, but I've been known to do it. I don't... You know where I hate it? Subway, bus. Where we're, we're sharing space. Yeah, on a yeah, subway, a bus. It, that's, where, that's where it usually occurs. Movie theater. Airplane, middle seat of an airplane. Seating, theater seating. We all know how shitty that yeah, can theater be. theater seating is tough. Airplane. Airplane. Yeah, the, the train, the subway. The, yeah, just I stop was, it. Close your fucking legs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so. this is just Moss being like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. He is. Uh-huh. I'm not buying it. So, the, now, so now at this point, he says, let's talk about something important. And this is really cool what he does next. He sort of stops his whole speech because he notices Shelly disrespecting him and walking away to the coffee machine. Just to get some coffee. Shelly isn't trying to disrespect anybody. Now, he doesn't jump right into put that coffee down. No, no, no. He turns yeah. first. Go he ahead. looks at the big board. Go ahead. Looks at the names. Watch it unfold. Well, oh, there's, that's there's, the, yeah, there's that. Are right, we all right, here? Right, yeah. All but one. Well, yeah. I'm going anyway. He's back. Yep. He's back to the board. So now he goes to the now board he and he checks the board. What? Exactly. Yes. He checks the board, sees who's yeah. who, yes. realizes that Shelly is the one who yes. hasn't sold dick yeah, all yeah. month. Yeah. And then. Does he know that's Levine, though? I think that's why he's checking the board. He's checking the He knows who these guys are. You do? You think? Yeah. And he's checking. Because he, he says, was in there talking to Williamson. And he could have very yeah. well have been. Well, Williams could have said Moss sits here. He sits there. Right. Levine is the sad sack in the suspenders. Exactly. And also because he. He 
knows Moss's name later. He says, what's your name, Moss? What's your name, Moss? Yeah, yeah, that's so true. So I think he knows who each guy is. And so he's better able to tear each one down yes. according to his own weakness. You, you know the, the enemy. Know yeah, the exactly. enemy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, but he, this is great. I think this is what you were talking about. I'll let you take it if you want. But he looks at the board, sees who's who and who's what, figures out that Levine is getting coffee. Exactly. And just like... On a on a on his own heel, he just spins on it and is like, "Put that coffee down." How just do you, like out of nowhere, uh, like he didn't yeah. even know he was getting. Yeah, coffee. that's the thing about it. It's so, so yeah, we didn't know he was getting coffee. We saw him walking away with a coffee mug in his hand, but we yeah. don't know. No, we, we haven't don't. seen Levine at the coffee machine no. yet. And it's such an iconic moment with yeah. their t-shirts and it's bumper so stickers surprising. and all. Put that coffee down. But it's that's why because it's onesie. so memorable. <laughs> Yeah, but I think you're right. It is so surprising. Like it comes, but I, I don't want to say it comes out of nowhere, but it kind of does. And it's so surprising. And that's what makes it so it is. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't expect it. Did you, you don't say expect cool him, or cruel? Cool. It's you don't expect cruel. Him, it is cruel, but it's yeah. also cool for, because we don't expect him to all of a sudden, in the, you know, in the middle of his motivational speech to say, put that coffee down. No, certainly not. No, but, but it is a motivational technique. Yeah. Sort of, you know, I mean, now, how do you think that that was. Um, uh, in this in this script, how do you think that was punctuated? Was it like put dot that dot coffee dot down? <laughs> was it all in caps? I think. Well, uh, I mean, having read everything the man's written, there's that's an ellipse in there somewhere. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> I'm you. sure there's an ellipse you think or so? two. Yeah, so I you, would imagine. Do you think that that it was prescriptive the way he says that line, or do you think that's Baldwin's interpretation of the line? Uh, it's a good question. I th- I would say a little bit of both. I think there might be some punctuation in there. You know, I, I don't I don't recall. Uh, we should really get a script. So we, we, we will try to, to get the script yeah, and yeah. see if it's a, if it's all caps or if there's an exclamation point at the end. Or yeah, if there's some he didn't do a lot of that. Pause stuff in there or what? like the the most the most his stage directions ever said were pause. Right. Right. Like right. In, a, in a parenthetical. But he does use ellipses and dashes. Uses to, a lot of to, punctuation. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. show when there are breaks. That's true. In a sentence or whatever. That's true. Yeah. When yeah, the thought yeah. changes. But this isn't no, a thought changing. This is one thought. Put that coffee down. I am an ellipse happy madman when it comes to writing first drafts. And because I read a bunch of these things early on, I just, that's how I, when I, when there's a break in my thought (laughs) writing it, I'll put an ellipse so that I know I pause there and maybe it would make sense for someone thinking that to also pause there. Yeah. And I think that's a a gen, not generic, but I think that's a, you know, a standard practice. (laughs) (laughs) A standard practice. You know, for actors to interpret that ellipsis means, you know, something psychologically to the character. Shift in thought. A change of potentially, thought. Potentially, yeah. Or the, if it's at the end of a sentence that they're trailing off. That they, yeah, they can't finish or right. won't. Exactly. Right. Yeah, there's a dash also kind of is the same thing where the yeah. thought is broken quickly. I know a lot of playwrights that another. use dashes and backslashes instead of ellipses yes. for different things. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but Good. this one, I, th- I think this is. I this think it might was just, just written, be put that coffee put down. Put that period. coffee down. Yeah. And, and Baldwin or exclamation is like, point or something. And, yeah. And Baldwin <laughs> takes this moment brilliantly, I have to say, put, to flex those muscles. Flex my muscles. That coffee down. Flex some more muscles down. <laughs> and the down is like, it's not. It's it's not put that coffee down. No, it's, it's not like at all. Really, it, he really fills it every second of that with. He certainly stuff. does. Yeah, it's yeah. Really well done. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. And the and the 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 look back from Shelley, like yes, in disbelief. Yes, yes. And how laughs. could you be? You are not serious. Exactly. Certainly, sir. He's, this he's is just as surprised to hear uh, it as we are. I'm. And by the way, the coffee pot appears to be empty or it's solid. <laughs> is that an empty coffee pot? No, they're or metal. Is it just, okay, they're metal. They're metal. All yeah. right. 
But the, the look on his face is yeah, and, and he laughs. He's incredulous yeah, that, no, that the guy he can't possibly said that mean this. Are you, he's like, are you talking to me? <laughs> yes, you know, he's, yeah. What? Who are you? I don't even know. I'm just trying to get some coffee, dude. <laughs> you're going to bore me. Pulling me in on this late night sales yeah. meeting. I got a girl in the hospital. You, you're. I need you're, some shitty office I, coffee. I know you're going to be boring. So yeah, I need yeah, some yeah. coffee to get yeah, through this. Yeah. What's your problem? And he laughs. He yeah, actually he like, does. No, he, he laughs. laughs. Yeah, like, it's a full on chuckle. And here comes the moment we talked about before. The train. The train goes by. Mm-hmm. And now he tells He's us about here Mitch and Murray. This is where we Mitch first hear about Mitch that and Murray. That is the first Mitch. Is it the first? Yeah. Not in the, not in the bathroom at all. No. no Mitch and Murray in the bathroom. I don't think so. God damn me. All right. Why? Great. Well, because I, I, in my head it comes sooner, but it might be that might be the first. I think that's it. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. Yeah, I think this is it. I'm here on a, on a mission, mission of, of mercy. mercy. Now, I let's talk about this because okay. you, I asked you, does he think he's on a mission of mercy? And you said yes. yes. You said emphatically, decidedly, yes. Because he's Explain. here from Mitch and Murray. Well, Mitch and Murray uh, are going to put these guys out of their misery, basically, right? <laughs> and that's a it's mercy euthanizing. Yeah, so it's a mercy killing. He's euthanizing bad salespeople okay. to bring in new salespeople. So in the world of sales... It's a, it, these are mercy killings. He's putting mercy these guys out of the maze so that, so that they can bring in new, actual good salespeople who are going to be better and make sale, the world of sales better in the future. Right. So it's mercy in that you're, you're dying on the vine. I'm just going gonna, gonna to put you out of your misery. Yeah, exactly. That's not mercy. <laughs> if well, the, if from, people want to stay on the vine, that's not I'm not mercy. saying it is either, but I'm saying that Easier? from Mitch and Murray's perspective, it's uh-huh. mercy. You know what I mean? I guess. What was your perspective I, on this? My, well, my perspective is uh, it's just a fun thing to say, but I don't. I don't think he thinks it. I don't think he could define mercy. Right, I don't right. think yeah. uh, Mitch and Murray are, are showing any mercy in any way. Mercy would be the opposite, right? Mercy would be like, you can oh, let's just slide this He's month. Just having a bad month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's get you a better lead. Maybe we'll see what yeah. what, what let, you can let, do with let's it. Let's give you a little bit of extra, a little bonus, even though you didn't That's sell anything, mercy. so you can get through your daughter's thing, right? You know? But I think you're right. I think it, it it has to be interpreted like he thinks it's a mercy killing. Like, yeah, you have no future here anyway. Right. Let's, let's end it now. Yeah, you can move on. Do something with your life. <laughs> like carpet right? salesman. Something, anything, but this. That's I mean, what Arano did before. <laughs> like he was a carpet salesman. <laughs> it's lush. It's lush. It's got a nice pill to it. It doesn't. It's a nap. So you want to put it all in the same direction. It's got a nap to it, but it's this is Berber, <laughs> the best in the business. They don't call it Berber for nothing. You've heard of Berber. <laughs> Touch the Berber. <laughs> Touch the Berber. And episode title. <laughs> uh, so there's one thing I wanted to say about this, which is so this is a, another brilliant thing about this whole speech he's doing here is it clearly sets up for the rest of the movie and just for our general understanding, the the the, the world that they work in, the hierarchy of the office. Yes. Right? So we have Williamson standing there. He's sort of the lieutenant. This guy is yeah, the guy that's coming. why, just uh, quick, that's why he is the most unnerving to me. That's the guy I can't take. The is guy that's like the, twisting his mustache behind the scenes. He's the middle manager That's guy? the guy that turns my stomach. Oh, you think he's twisting his mustache behind the scenes? You I do, yeah. You think he's the yeah, ultimate no, bad I th- guy? Well, no, I... He's obviously just facilitating what Mitch and Murray are want. Right. 
via this guy but he's happy to fucking do it you can tell he's like yes let them have it you can he's like well he's running override they make money he makes money (laughs) so the sooner they get rid of these people aren't making any money he makes more money i don't i know that's what dave moss says but i don't i don't know if that's how it actually goes down oh i think it is look at Williamson. Yep. Look at him. I'm looking at him. He's enjoying the fuck out of this. When that dude goes over, when Blake goes over to Williamson and is like, are they all here? And he's like, he gets to say like, all but one. He's like, right? You and I are friends. We're buddies. I'm as cool as you are. Right, right. And that's these guys, these slimy little asshole guys that could never bring themselves to be the silverback gorilla, but just fucking latch on to the evil silverback gorilla. And they're like, this guy's my guy. I'm just riding this guy. I'm going to help this guy burn these assholes to the ground. It's just, that's the worst part. The guy that steps up and is like, I'm an asshole. I'm like, okay, I know where I stand with you. But that guy, you know, he keeps you guessing. He's just sliming in the background. He's, mm. Ugh. Mm. He's like uh, Jabba's little little guy oh, that, that little lives in his tail. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more repulsive than Jabba <laughs> to me. That don't you find okay. that more repulsive than Jabba? Um, well, anyway, people like me find that little guy, that little <laughs> who I'm sure has a name. Yeah, and Star Wars nerds worry, will be I'm writing not, I'm not in with about them. That. But you are a little bit. I, I can see it time. in your eyeball. Ain't nobody got time for that. Come on. Make your point. Anyway, yeah, that I made. I've made it. Okay, good. What, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what? You're you're constantly housekeeping now, and I don't like it. Stop with the housekeeping. You have these little <laughs> like as we're going, as we're rolling. You have critiques. I don't care for it. Stop it. Stop dictating. Okay, so I'm sorry. Make your point. I apologize. You make your point. How is that yes ending? Anything? That's like sh- shut up. No, that's the opposite of yes and. All right, I'm, I'm done. sorry. Are you, I'm uh, done with you. Okay. <laughs> That's also a well, quote from the movie. This episode's going down. No, I'm done with right you. Now. You remember that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the course, one moment where Shelley is feeling his oats. Yeah, when he's at the top of his game. Yeah, yeah. Knows, I'm done with you. Yeah. And we noticed in the background is, of this shot, there's a Rio Rancho Properties <clears throat> sign in the back. Rio Rancho. I'm from Rio Rancho Estates. Right, exactly. Yes. Um, the other thing about this, so it says that I was, I was sort of starting on this hierarchy of the of the office thing. So Williamson's like the lieutenant and this guy, Blake has been brought in to, you know, be the headhunter as we talked about. Marshall, the and forces. now we know that there are two guys behind the scenes, Mitch and Murray, Mitch and Murray. Yeah. The ultimate, you know, yeah, yeah. Head honcho. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the off screen evil overlords. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But this is the first time we're introduced to them when we start to understand. You can always blame Mitch and Murray. What these, what these guys are up against the hierarchy that they're up against. Yeah. And, you know, how Williamson got to be on top of the office, we don't know. And it's, it's sure hinted at many He's times. He's a little butt liquor. A weasel, He's a yeah. little ass kiss. And we, it's, been, it's hinted at in the movie a couple times where they say, like, you know, I don't care whose dick you're sucking yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Kind of Who thing. you He's, know. Right. Whose nephew you are. Bingo. Whose dick you're sucking on. <laughs> you you are going out. That somehow he's he's been grandfathered into this position. Or yeah, he's got yeah. Some no, kind of he's de- yeah. He's probably Murray's nephew. <laughs> right. Yeah, and he's no good at his job. No, he's you know? terrible. So, he's uh, terrible. He's the worst human in the film. <laughs> Williamson is the worst human in the film. Wow. G- go ahead. No, I, I no. Make your point. For him. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Do you have a counter to that? You might. I don't. Because he's right up there. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. you could make a case for Blake. Well, especially at the very you end. You could make a case for Shelley for for 
Doing the Dutch. Right. But at the very end, you get no, the... That's not what I meant. You, he, he puts the nail in his own coffin. In, indeed. When, you know, Shelley asks him for mercy, him. you know, and he immediately is just like, nope. Yes. Yes. I'm taking... Instead of mercy, you get revenge. Mm-hmm. I am going to take revenge on you right now and forever because well, I'm going to ruin your life. Yes. He's the worst. Yeah. He's the worst. Terrible. And he's just... Because you know he's enjoying this. See, I, that part I don't totally agree he's with to- you. He's you... I get the most obvious things you fail to see. Roma and Levine have an unspoken and undying respect for each other, one. And two, Williamson loves this. He's feeling so good about this right now. Well, I think it it helps him. Like I'm I said, sorry you're him. unhappy here. Yes. You think he cares if those guys are getting taken down a peg? No, because he's going to get, because his hope is he's going to get better salesmen who are going to bring in more money and he'll make better more money. Better salesmen? It's, it's not personal. It's business. I don't, I don't agree. I think it's personal. I think he hates all these guys. Ooh, all right. <laughs> well, that does, it does bring up the, you know, sort of the emotional stakes of the movie. If yes. he does hate these guys, yes. it gives him a, a, a bigger reason to I think it's clear from the jump. after them. It's clear from the jump. In the, I'm sorry you're unhappy here. He could give a shit. He could give a shit about any of these guys. Pawns in his game. Murray's going to hand me the reins someday. I got to keep this all in order until it happens. Uh, that's true. Because he I'm sure he's upperly mobile. He's and He's looking forward, thinking, not behind. Yeah, he's yeah. thinking, I, I got I to gotta make this office the For number sure. one branch of premier properties. The premier properties. So that I can take flagship over. Flagship location. <laughs> so, so that Mitch and Murray right trust me enough to give me the keys to the, to the whole vehicle when it's time. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. No, one. he he's enjoy, he look. He, I feel his hands in his pocket because yep. he's stroking his cock because he's enjoying the fuck out of this. That's what I'm saying. You got anything else to say about this minute? I don't. <laughs> I would not like especially to say now. Else about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know that old Brando story? Streetcar. He had to cut out. He cut out holes in his in his in his jeans pockets. No, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. So he'd cut the top off, or the bottom, as it were, off the off the pocket. Inside the jeans. So that he, when he put his hand in his pocket, he could reach around and feel himself up. Give himself a reach around. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like he could reach down and in. I guess it's a reach around, yeah. So uh, during the play or the movie version? During the movie. During shooting of the movie. Is that right? Yeah. I'll have to watch that again. Well, he, see he, how he many felt times like he Stanley would pockets. be like animalistically aroused at all times all time. so he was just that's the way he like approached a, that like a two-year-old just and touching i think himself the whole time spacey being the fan of the great actors of our past has his hand in his pocket stroking his own dick right now wow. I, I don't really believe that oh you don't no oh, do i'm you obviously believe, making a joke do you believe I, the story about Brando? stanley kowalski that's a true story that's wow. in the annals of hollywood history my friend look it up okay googler he was I love Brando. I love. I could watch him. You do. Any day. I love him. Yeah. Really? What's your favorite? You got a favorite Brando? Uh, there, oh, there's a lot. Of really I know, good but stuff. like, I love Apocalypse your... Now. Really, yeah, he's is unbelievably is good. Pretty, in that. Uh, sure. Cra- I mean, he, he's so crazy. I it's mean, easy just... to say that. I think you know. We all there's. You don't have a B side for us. Uh, You're supposed sure. to do better than. <laughs> to go for the obvious choice. <laughs> well, I mean, in the no, God. I mean, if that's your favorite, that's your favorite. He's sure. fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think of a of a. But are you? Would you consider yourself a Brando fan? Because I don't. I mean, everybody sort of universally respects and and applauds his efforts. Yeah. And even after he got fat and weird, and, right? You know, like still good when he would pop up for things. He was still really engaging and great. Um, 
There's another. I'm, 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 of course, I'm forgetting something. But there's another you performance of his that I'm not bringing to mind that I absolutely think is fantastic. But I'm having a hard time. What do you got? Seeing Surrounding like in black it. and white. What do you, in black and white. Black and oh, white. Oh, oh, of course. Um, on the waterfront. On the waterfront. I think he's great in On the Waterfront. Sure. True. Yeah. No. A hundred percent great. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. You're film still looking too. for me to come up with some other. No, no, that's good. I was just. One. It was just a curiosity. Okay. You, there's no reason to. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put any pressure on you. <laughs> I mean, you did, you were like Apocalypse Now, like, but you know, after that, on the waterfront, that's a good backup. Oh, thank God. Yeah, no, you nailed it, buddy. Woo. So wait, you, you, but you've never heard that story. I almost failed podcasting. Being the Brando-ophile that you are. No, I did not You never heard of the self-masturbatory Kowalski. Nope. (laughs) I call giving my pants the old Kowalski. (laughs) That's what I call it. No, I didn't. Sometimes know that. I'll, you know, I'll be at work and I'll be like, you know, I'd be if I was semi-aroused, I'd be better at this than I'm doing right now. <laughs> so I give it the old Kowalski, and then and then I get to I get to doing my business. It's just a semi. That's all you need. You don't need a. Full I think on. that's all he wanted. Yeah, he was. He wasn't full on. He wasn't. I mean, because how do you? You're on screen. Yeah, you can't. And everything looks. You, you had ten pounds. I mean, had ten screen, pounds so to a cock. That would be really. You're big. looking at a big old bulge. Yeah, big old bulge. Yeah, so. That would be... You're clearly uncomfortable. There's no reason to be. You're among <laughs> friends. I didn't Kowalski these jeans. Oh, good. I don't... That's a relief. Is that, is that what you were worried about? I'm worried about a lot of stuff right now. <laughs> well, I, that doesn't make any sense. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Because we're done here. We've, we've wrapped up this minute. There's if a lot you, more I mean, to we, go, we can talk about it more. No, I, I'm, I'm good. No, I, Yeah, Are I you can good? tell. I, I made you uncomfortable. <laughs> you if you want to just leave on that note, that's fine with me. I, we, I feel like maybe we could try to bye. bend. The, oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. All right, no. <laughs> no, no, we said bye. Oh. Bye. Bye. <laughs>